the Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day there will be one Lord in his name, the only name. So when Christ establishes his kingdom, following his final return to earth, all people over the earth will worship Jesus said, friend, you're a sinner. 
forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, get up and pick up your stretcher and go home. And immediately he got up before them and picked up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. And they were almost struck with astonishment and began glorifying God. They were also filled with fear, saying he has seen remarkable things to and day. So once again in today's passage, we encounter the Pharisees, <coughs> who were one of two main Jewish sects that Jesus would have contact with during earthly ministry. So the Pharisees could trace their roots back to the second century B.C. to the Hasden, and they were characterized by these seven things. The first one is along with the Torah. They accepted as equally and equally inspired authoritative all materials within the oral traditions. So that's the first thing. The second thing is on free will and determination. They held to a mediating or mentaling view that made it impossible for either free will or the sovereignty of God to cancel out the other. That's, not, that's the second thing. The third thing is they accepted a rather developed hierarchy angels and demons. The fourth thing is they taught there was a future for the dead. The fifth thing they believed in the immorality or excuse me, the immortality of the soul and in reward and retribution after death. And the sixth thing is they were champions of the human equality. that so 
thinking this way in your heart, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you, or to say get up and walk, so that you may know that the Son of God has authority on earth to forgive sins. Send to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, get up and pick up your stretcher and go home. And immediately he got up before them and picked up what he had been lying on and went home, glorifying God. And they were all struck with astonishment and began glorifying God. They were also filled with fear, saying, we have seen remarkable things today. The scribes and the Pharisees understood that Jesus was acting as if he were God when he claimed to forgive the sin of the paralyzed man. They were acting as if he were God when he forgave the sins of the paralyzed man. <coughs> not only did they not believe he was God, they viewed his claims as blasphemies. Jesus was perceiving their thoughts because he knew what was in the heart and minds of man. So on Luke 5.23, excuse me, he has expressed the heart of their doubt. When he said, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, get up and walk. So it was much easier to just say your sins are forgiven than to heal a paralytic since there could be no visible proof of whether sins had been forgiven and to demonstrate that he had the power to do the invisible miracle of forgiving sin. Jesus performed the visible miracle of healing the paralytic. So what we must remember is that God knows <coughs> our thoughts, desires, and imaginations. In fact, when it comes to sinful thoughts, Jesus says that continuing to imagine ungodly things is the same as actually committing the sin. And the answer, and the answer to this weakness is to become disciplined in our thinking by relying on God to renew our minds. And finally, there was simply no denying the wonder of what Jesus had done. But submitting to Jesus and the far-reaching implications of his claim was, and still is, another thing altogether. In tomorrow's Bible readings are numbers 36, in Deuteronomy 1, Luke 5, 29-611, Psalm 66, 1-3, 1 